That's right. That that's right. Is anybody alive out there? I am in Georgia. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another uh, evening or another night, another show here with Open Mike Maku. How are we doing in Georgia this evening? All right, I guess the AC or the SEC is screaming loud and proud tonight. Eight <laughs> out of thirty-eight first picks are from Bama. Boom! Yeah, roll tide, now, roll tide. Uh. Down here, down here, this is dog country. But <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it which we'll get into. We're going to get into tonight, folks. We are going to get into the NFL draft. We're coming to you here on Friday, April 30th, um, the day, the, the night after the uh, first night of the round one of the NFL draft. We're going to talk about it. We're going to bring on a, uh, a sports analyst with us. Uh, Alex Hollowell is going to be joining us th- this evening and kind of just talking NFL draft, seeing what we all think, seeing what we all took in and uh, kind of going from there. But uh well, let's let's just get into it, Maku. As we start every episode, wait, wait, wait for it. Can you hear it? Oh, yes. Pour it, and they will come. So, Maku, what are you drinking tonight? Well, we're drinking the Skylight from uh, these uh, Blue, Blue Moon. Yes, <laughs> yes, with the tangerine peel inside, so you don't even have to put an orange. On the outside of the glass because it's already in the glass. Oh, you're fancy. You're yeah. fancy now. You're yeah. fancy. I'm, I'm all for streamlining shit. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just open the can and drink it. All right? Yep. <laughs> yes, make it simple. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid, right? <laughs> That's right. Kiss. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so, well, tonight I will am sipping on. Um, a little, it's from actually here in Easton, Pennsylvania, a little separatist project, the classic cream ale 5.0. It's the American cream ale. It, it's honestly one of my favorites, um, of some of the breweries here in the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know why, but man, I've gone down this cream, cream ale road, um, last year and, it's that's my new niche. Um, I know you uh, IPAs. I used to be down all big with IPAs, but I'll be honest. Uh, the cream ale is coming from a lot of breweries. Seven Sirens Brewing in, in Bethlehem makes a really solid different variations of, of a cream ale. But tonight I'm drinking a little uh, American cream ale from Separatist in Easton. Now, who would be the original cream ale drinker in our family? Mike? Oh, I mean, I know. Tell me about it. It's <laughs> it's in the bloodlines. It, yeah. it, the King Bee himself. <laughs> yes, with Genesee cream ale. Yeah. And if anybody... It's the uh, green can, Mike. It's yeah, the, the green, green can, can. The green can. Yeah. Um, everybody out there, if you're, yeah, you're kind of listening right to there. there. So the King Bee, the King Bee is Maku Beno's uh, father, my grandfather, Mike Bernadine. So 
Christ Almighty, if we can, I don't know, I don't think we'll ever be able to get him on here. But talk about a trifecta of open mic. Yeah, that would be open awesome. mics. Um, as you, the best way to uh, to kind of put everything in the picture is our podcast, our open mic main photo is the King B himself way back in the day. Dad, yes. I don't even know. Yes. Maku, I don't even know. Were you born then? Like uh, in that photo? I don't even know what year that photo is. It's just uh, a, it's an iconic I, I, photo. I, I, I was I was born. I, I would think it was probably in early 70s, that that photo. But uh, it, it is an instant classic. There's no doubt about it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a hell of a photo. Yeah, <laughs> it's on yeah. all of our feeds. But yes. um, so... Yeah, and, and 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 the conversation would probably go. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. You know, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, That's right. Love yeah. you, Pop. Yep, love you, man. Love you. So, um, I know we're going to be having our uh, our. We're going to call him our sports guru analyst, Alex Hollowell jumping on with us here oh there he is alex uh, how are you tonight good how are you guys doing all uh, right alex hey congratulations young man i heard yep. you, uh, you you picked the school there for uh your collegiate uh education i did i'm gonna go to penn state this summer there we oh, go exciting, we yep. are we are we yeah, are congratulations baby. young man thank yes, you congratulations alex and and folks, anybody out there listening, uh, just to uh, Alex is, of course, the younger, but as I think he would say, the uh, more talented brother uh, <laughs> of Jake Hollowell, who we just had on uh, a couple episodes ago, um, who awesome. kind of went into uh, some of, you know, being the the uh, the college lifestyle during COVID back on a major collegiate campus. But that's right. Alex just announced today that he will, he has chosen. And Alex, I mean, some of the schools, man. Oh, you, Drexel was in there. St. Joe's was in there, right? Temple. Temple. Yeah, Temple was in there. I had Seton Hall in there too. That was a nice run up. But uh, I mean, I had to go with Penn State. It's pretty comfortable, you know, great atmosphere and everything. No, that's cool. it, man. You got to go where you're comfortable because I know. Uh, Absolutely. Now, now, what's your major gonna uh, or go- what, or, 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 I know you. Everybody walks in the first year saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," but are you keeping it general or are you going specific? I'm going general. I'm just going in undecided. I mean, good. Yeah, good. nothing I really want to do at the moment, so I'm keeping nah, hey, it open. You know, you get get the uh, get all the wonderful gen eds out of the damn way. Yeah, yeah. The old, yeah. AKA liberal Absolutely. arts out of the way in the first few years, and then you get the focus. Yeah, get uh, your English and your mathematics done and gone. <laughs> Although you're sure, like a, you're sure. a mathematics whiz, aren't you? Oh yeah, I love math. You know, I mean, I'll probably go into like analytical data or something, something to to do with math and everything. I'm just I'm pretty good at it too, so it's it's comfortable, you know. And you know what? The baseball, <laughs> the baseball gurus are out there. Yes, come on. Yes, we need more young men like you. <laughs> yes, uh, any 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 major uh, uh, sports Boarding. networks. If you need any analytical guys, uh, not, if you're actually listening to this, that would be a, a freaking miracle. But my lord, <laughs> Alex Hollowell would be uh, great for some internships here as he starts his uh, collegiate journey at uh, Penn State. But uh, we're gonna get into it here, Alex. The reason why we brought you on, the reason why we want you here. 
I think I know what's going to happen is uh, uh, once the uh, you know once we really get the Sixers rolling into the playoffs here and the Phils, uh, we'll see, we'll see what they do as we go. I know we're going to bring Jake back on as uh, kind of our uh, uh, let's call it Sixers analyst. Oh um, boy! As we make our <laughs> as, as we you make, didn't tell me he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, we're, we're, he's he's not going to be on tonight, but we're going to get him on another uh, episode, good. and we're going to get you back on another episode down the road here. Right. Once the Sixers are in the NBA Finals, we'll definitely get both of y'all on here, uh, and hopefully. And so, um, damn it, they better make the finals. I got some money riding on them. Um, oh boy! But yeah, anyway, getting into it. So we're talking NFL draft. So uh, I know I'm sure you sat there like many. Um, kind of analyzing, seeing what's going on. Uh, some questions going into, uh, I think, the draft of what was San Francisco going to do at, at pick number three? Um, what was uh, Cincinnati going to do at pick number five? Right. Um, and then, well, from the rest of the order after that, I think they were all basically going off of what happened in the top five picks. Um, right. So what were some of, uh, what were some of your standout points or, or maybe what were some of the surprises for you during the NFL draft last night in round yeah. one? So the first big surprise was, uh, I mean, the 49ers, obviously, because, you know, you didn't know if they were going to pick uh, Lance. You didn't know if they are going to pick Mac Jones or uh, Justin Fields. So, I mean, that was like a coin toss all the way. But uh, I liked their pick. I thought that that was a good surprise. Lance is mobile. He can throw. And uh, I, I don't know, I just didn't like Mac Jones. So, like, when he went to the Patriots, I was kind of uneased about that. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that, that was good. But what surprised me the most was the, the quarterback and wide receiver connections from last night. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Talk about some homers. Like, I mean, maybe this is, oh, maybe yeah. this is the new NFL, you know, where, where coaches are sitting here saying, well, you know what? I know my guy is, was comfortable with this guy. So exactly. why not? Why not if, bring him in? I mean, that at least the writing was on the wall for me of that. I feel. <laughs> yeah, because I I watched the video where uh, they're calling in Jamar Chase. The Bengals were, and they're saying, <laughs> "All right, listen, you're a Bengal. How do you want to play? With, how would you like to play with Joe again? You know." And he was excited. So I mean, it's cool, you know. Yeah. Yes. And, and then you and, got and, and, Tua and Waddle. I mean, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Everywhere. And, yeah. and and to follow up on that act, Alex, I I I, I see. Uh, who was it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Jacksonville. They they ended up the first two draft choices. Were, oh, in ten, yeah, both yeah. out of Clemson. Yeah, yeah, we're from Clemson, and then yeah. they turn around and take a defensive back from Georgia, which you know <laughs> you're looking at SEC, so you have to take a look at Urban Meyer saying, you know what, I you know and a Florida thing, you know, I know these, you know, I think heavily weighs on the coaching. He knows the coaches and he says, you know what? I know these players will play for me, you know? So is that an advantage or disadvantage? You know, I mean, I personally think if you get a quarterback round one and then you ended up taking in round two here as the 33rd pick, which is basically round one late. Yeah. But you get the running back that your quarterback played with. I mean, exactly. it's just the chemistry, you know, it works yeah. out. Exactly. that's what they're, that's the yeah. best, mo- most important part about a team, you know? No, exactly. absolutely. It's and, the... I think, and I think that's going to have a huge advantage. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're young kids, but at the same point, you hit the word, right? Like the nail on the head. It's, it's chemistry. Right. 
And if you have like a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence coming in, I mean, he's already a, pretty much a superstar right out of college. He could, and he can develop into a star pretty easily in the NFL. And if you right. already have like that kind of comfortable feeling that you're on the field with one of your teammates like that early in your career, right. then that's just super beneficial for their whole organization. Now, here's here's a quick question. Do you think when the scouts start looking at players, do they normally gravitate towards uh, coaches that are in the quote-unquote pro offense versus some kind of specialty? Like, you know, like like one school might run constantly the option, which is, you know, pretty much outdated. You know, stuff right. like that. So I think that this draft in general is a offensively heavy draft. Okay. Like that your first 10 picks were generally offense picks. I mean, you had JC Horn in there somewhere. Right. I mean, from what mm-hmm. I can remember off the top of my mind, you had the three quarterbacks mm-hmm. and then you had a receiver here and there like Waddle and Smith. It's just, those were the top players in the draft and you can't pass in the top picks like chase too, you know? Right. Like, right, right. you, know, I understand the chemistry, but you're also taking the best players available, which are Chase, Waddle, and Smith. Jeez, it sounds like a it sounds like a fantasy pick. It does. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, well, I'm watching for next no, year. No, no, listen, I, I hear you. Last night, I, I mean, not trying yeah. to be a homer for Florida or anything like that, but I'll tell you right now, Kyle Pitts going to Atlanta. I sat there and said, "Well, shit, forgot about Pitts." I, wow. I, I, I can probably, I'm gonna probably, hopefully, knock on wood. Now, hopefully nobody listened. Well, actually, we're all in some of the same fantasy leagues ourselves. Damn it. Um, but Matt, Matty Ice, Matty Ryan, maybe catching him in the seventh, eighth, maybe ninth round of a fantasy oh, yeah. draft. Trust with, me, I'm watching. With Ridley, Pitts, and – oh, who's that other guy? Oh, Julio Jones on the outside. <laughs> if Those he stays three there. In the, in the red zone. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. what, what uh, that's, defense in the red exactly, zone? Exactly. You know, it, because- you know. That's huge. Their, yeah, their defense last year. I mean, like, I, I think they played the Cowboys once, too, and their defense was atrocious last year, too, and I I, I think they lost. I am not too sure, but their defense yeah. is atrocious. Oh, I mean, the Falcons' defense sucks. Yeah, that, oh, it does. Yeah, there's no suck, question. But they're, they're D-rated for, for sure. But, oh. but it, it's also the other end of it is I, I think they looked at it and said, I mean, I, I don't think Kyle Pitts was the wrong pick there. I no, just think you can't they, pass on him, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And and you look at it and you say, well, you know what? We Ridley's still young. We know Julio's Julio. He's Julio's he coming to the end. He's coming to the right. end. Let's face the facts. Um, you get Kyle Pitts young. You get a last little bit of a run here, hopefully, with with uh, Matty Ice and see what happens. But you know, going forward here, okay, you're going to have probably have to figure out who you're going to replace Matt Ryan with. And, right. and I, you know, listen, the draft is young here. We're only in the second round tonight. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, it, it, yeah, I mean, I, who knows, they can maybe snag a, a quarterback here or even next year on that end. I mean, it all depends who comes out next year, but I mean, a lot to be said, but they got weapons. They got weapons. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, Cincinnati still scares me as I, I really want to like Joe Burrow, and I do like Joe Burrow, but, man, I, I, I get the Jamar Chase connection. I get it. A.J. Green's gone. He's, yeah, whatever. He's, he's yeah, done. He's yeah. gone. He's, he's, he, he's you, got, you got a huge question mark in T. Higgins there. Um, 
you know, right. and then I mean, you got Boyd um, and uh, who is their other outside receiver? I can't remember it now, but off the top of my head. But you know, I get it. You need that. You, you're looking for that big play guy, um, and I get the chemistry they had. But man, I mean, your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, who you put everything on the line for last year, is <laughs> is an MCL ACL. Let's just call it. He's a PCL way away from having a completely new knee. Yeah. Uh, newly reconstructed me i don't know if you guys saw any saw the photos at all but if you get a chance you look at the photos look at the photos out there of his scar on his knee it's huge the scar on burrow's knee from his surgery is huge and i'm like that that was a that's reconstruction that's not like well we went cleaned it out (laughs) it's an old school like like Dan Marino, somebody like that. Like I had knee surgery. You well, know think, what I mean? Think, think about this though, Moose. I mean, that then, and you know, and then you hear people that are probably lacking in education of, you know, oh my God, this kid just signed a, you know, uh, you know, $50 million contract. Well, there's a perfect example. Cause that, that, that knee injury could have been career ending. You know, (laughs) instead of playing 10 or 20 years, hey, I could have been done in in freaking six weeks. Uh I I, I I, got to take care of my family, the whole nine yards deal. And I get it. But at the same point, you know, you you take a look at the person, Joe Burrow. He's not that type of player. He's he's the type of player he wants to play, blah, blah, blah. The whole nine yards, old school, I think, mentality, which is awesome. And at the same point, you know, hopefully, hopefully the kid becomes a little smarter. Now, on that note, does it make him a little gun shy? Well, I, that's or does what, it make him smarter? See, I mean, I think it may make him smarter. He's got a bit, little better feel of the NFL speed. Uh, exactly. The the you can't take those hits like you did in college, right? Um, but and I'll that's be honest a big with thing, you. Yeah. I think a lot of a lot of the kids coming from college, too. That's their biggest. Not complaint, but their their biggest uh, notice that they say is, "I didn't realize how fast it was." I'm like, "What? <laughs> you oh, you yeah. knew that every step <laughs> up, high school to college, college to NFL, it's gonna get faster." Yeah, I just I I think I was a little shocked. I honestly thought the Bengals were. I get it. It was the the shiny sexy pick but man i thought they would have taken a, a lineman possibly yeah the, uh, what's his name sewell yeah sewell the detroit yeah, Listen, that was a, crazy yeah i love that guy that that pick by detroit and that was a uh, to me that was a fantastic pick by detroit it was totally not agree. flashy not sexy not anything of the the newspaper on the front page of the newspaper the next day right but now detroit after trading trading away stafford bringing in golf who's there's questions there you have questions at wide receiver, but now they he, they have two bookend tackles for Jared Goff, which yeah. Jared Goff kind of lacked in with the Rams towards the end of his his stint there with the Rams. He was lacking some of that line help. Um, so I, I think that was a great move by Detroit. I'm really Agreed. interested to see what Detroit does second, third rounds here and, and what else they do. Dan well, Campbell is a freaking madman. I mean – 
had to bite kneecaps off and when they were coming up and everything else, but which was probably one of the best um, coaching press conferences of all time. <laughs> yeah, but you, you talk about man-man, and then you, you look at who the Eagles picked up, uh, Landon Dickerson as a, as a center, but Landon Dickerson has been proven to play all five positions on that offensive line, and I think that's like super key like oh, yeah. transplant 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 because, when somebody gets injured yeah. you know because yep. the first thing they really said about him was that he's kind of oversized for a center if anything yep. yeah but yeah that's actually like kind of a good thing because his versatility is like just so strong exactly if you call him a center then that's a compliment because he can do everything else too Right, and and in the same breath, they they showed some game film, and I'm like, holy shit, this this kid's moving people, you know? Oh yeah, the, the yeah. biggest concerns they have with him right now is just the injury concerns. Yeah, the ACL. But, yeah, but you know what? I mean, it's you got to take the stab at it, uh, honestly. And when you look at the rest of, in my opinion, if you look at the rest of the draft, yes, there's a lot of us from here on out. There's nobody standing out. I mean. I, I should say, uh, we we're talking about this, folks. Um, as we're going here, the second round is going on. So the Eagles um, did select, as Maku uh, mentioned, at uh, the fifth pick of the second round, 37 overall, overall Landon Dickerson. He, uh, he's labeled as a center from Alabama. Um, but the second round is going on. So it's we're, we're kind of rolling through it here. Um, but I love – Asante Samuel Jr. and I really was hoping oh, the yeah. Eagles would have taken him. Yeah, yeah, I was really hoping the Birds would have taken him at thirty-seven. Um, it's, it, you know, no knock on Dickerson. I get it. I can't argue it because we do need line help, absolutely. But uh, all the all the stuff I I feel like I've seen on Samuel and watching you know some uh, Florida State games, especially in that ACC, he he's a pro. His mentality's a pro already. Moose. You know what I mean? The Steelers just took Penn State. I saw Pat Vermouth. Pat just yeah, went. Oh. Yep. 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 Another oh Penn State tight end going to the Steelers. So uh, well, imagine at, at number 55 overall, that's that's awesome. I'll be honest with you. I did not think he was going to – I didn't think he was going to go this high. I hate to be – yeah, I hate to say that, but I, I, I didn't think he would go that high. But you know what? That's the one thing with the Steelers. I'll give him credit. Um, that pick with Najee Harris last night was fantastic. Yeah, I, I love that kid, man. Uh, I love Najee Harris. A, I think yeah, he's, he's got such be, a good story. Yeah, and he, he is that prototypical Le'Veon Bell style back, but bigger. He can pass block. Right. He can get out in space, catch the ball, but he can also be the the workhorse. He can be the between the tackles, which honestly, I mean, the Steelers, I think, didn't have an identity because of their run game the past couple seasons. Um, and whether you like the Steelers or you don't, I don't think they had an identity. They always had that identity with Jerome Bettis and then Le'Veon Bell. Um, and they had like their little bits there, but I mean, James Conner, but uh, you know, James Conner's, you yeah. know, he's a, he's a nice change of pace type thing. Um, and so in the, well, not and the rest of the guys, I mean, you know, they, they, I think that's one thing they lack, but I think they got it in Najee Harris. Absolutely. Um, you know, there, there's a couple of Quiddy page, uh, from Michigan going to the Colts, uh, you know, on the other side, uh, I, I watch out for the Colts, honestly, 
And I'm not saying it because because Carson Wentz went there, but watch out for the Colts. They got the rest uh, of their team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> you, the Colts. They might. Uh, I mean, they're not going to give. Uh, they're not going to give the the South up, uh, the AFC South division up at all this year. I'm I'm just glad Wentz is in the AFC. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 what all the they had. He had to go to the AFC, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, he had to go to the AFC because it's the same thing with all this Aaron Rodgers kind of stuff floating around and blah, blah, blah stuff out. The, if if Aaron Rodgers is actually going to be traded, which I, I don't think he will be unless well, I think he will. They, they, uh, he, uh, no. General yeah, manager committed that he's staying with. Him. Yeah, right. I don't think he will be. But I think that was kind of a thing. Aaron Rodgers is pissed off and he's not happy with the negotiations, how they're going. He wanted a uh, long term contract. Why wouldn't you give the guy a long term contract to finish his years in, in Green Bay? Yeah, but tell you know that. what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I was actually today I was listening on NFL radio. And um, this morning, and they had a great, and I can't remember the gentleman's name now, and it's going to bother me, and it's uh, should have should have learned his name, but he was um, he was part of the 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 minister uh, the office the administration office of when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, so he spent three years in the front office with uh, the Packers. Well, he was there for numerous years, but for three years he was there when Aaron Rodgers was there. And they drafted him and everything else. And he basically was the one that was basically dealing with Brett Favre's people and Aaron Rodgers' people. And Aaron Rodgers' people kept saying, well, you know what? We, when's he going to play? Is he ever going to see the field? And blah, blah, blah. And Brett Favre's people are saying, well, is he going to see the field? Are you going to take, take Brett out? You know, Do we have to look in other avenues? So this, this gentleman, and I, I'll have to track down his name here, um, but they, he talked about how it was just how they managed and you had to manage and you had a massage and you had to critique both sides of the realm. And he gave his viewpoint on this whole Aaron Rodgers, Jordan love issue and being it, that. And that, it sounds like roles reversed. Yeah. And he said, yeah, exactly. But he said, this is, has been horribly handled by the Packers front office. There's been zero transition of course, Aaron Rodgers people are saying, um, you know, we want the long-term t- contract. And Jordan Love's people are saying, well, hey, is my guy ever going to see the field? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, because, hey, let's face the fact. He was drafted with a high draft pick. He wasn't the was. sixth rounder, seventh rounder. <laughs> he was He's legit, high. yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's, you know, I just think there's, there's that they, they handled it. They mishandled it, honestly, just top to bottom with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. And now it's come to a head. And he's just like, okay, I'm over this. You know, um, and I don't necessarily think, I mean, <laughs> I, I was wondering what they would do. And they ended up getting Eric Stokes from Georgia as a cornerback that Green Bay did. They drafted him number 29 overall in the first round. Yep. And I was kind of like, okay, they went defense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're not going to touch That'll anything on the offense. That'll help your situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're not going to touch anything on the offense. I uh, thought maybe they may go lineman or like something like that. Uh, yeah, like that in, would be interior O lineman, but they didn't. They didn't. So <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Put it that way. I was like, well, hmm, okay, they, they, like, you know, let's not make any wakes. Um, Maku, what was some of your surprises out of the, out of the first round? Well, number one, it was, you know, Alabama with having eight out of 38 players, you know, the first 38 drafted eight. I mean, think about that. We're talking the NFL, the first 38 draft picks come eight, eight. Yep. 
No, out they, of one they, team. You're almost, yeah. you're almost at 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 twenty five percent. I mean, my God. I mean, I just it just blows my mind that one school are they that good? What what's the rest of the country missing? You know, and it's just like okay, or is it just different things? You know, uh, you know, or is it, you know, and and God knows. I mean, this is from a childhood being brought up as a Penn State fan. We are who, who, who. And then next thing you know it, you walk up the house and then you have, God bless his soul, Uncle John, saying that he hates Alabama. And then his own, his oldest son standing there, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. And I'm like, what is wrong with him? (laughs) You know? Yeah. And and, and Greg is standing there and and Greg's an awesome, awesome guy. But it's just like, I'm, I'm I think like his his dad was like, I don't know what's wrong with that boy. <laughs> you know? and no. time, and, you know, it's just, oh, I often wonder what would Uncle John think? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, uh, Alabama tying the NFL record for having six in the first well, they round. Actually, they actually broke it. Yeah, yeah. Broke well, yeah, well. Yeah, well, in the first round, the first round record. First round oh, record yeah, is six. Yeah, yeah, they tied, tied it last right. night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what officially the full record is for the, uh, like, the. I think it was. I think it was like. I think Moose they said eight out of fifty-three. Eight out of fifty-three. Okay, well they're or well on their way. Or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and when they hit eight out of thirty-eight, they broke that record. I mean, you know, there there was some. I mean, there, I think my biggest question out of that first round was. Well, and I don't want to say it's a question because honestly, I love the guy, but Mike Mayock and the Raiders out there um, taking Alex Leatherwood, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Yes. um, I did not see that coming at all. I don't don't think think anybody did. did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody did. I mean, not not not. But guys, did did you watch? Did you watch the film when they did that? And they laughed at him. Yep. Yep. Did you see how excited John Gruden was? Oh, I know. I know. That's that scary. Oh, man. You got, I mean, that, you just question that guy sometimes, right? Well, well, well this is that's... what I'm saying. Is it, is, it, is, is it scary that we don't know something that he knows that he was that damn excited? <laughs> or is he just losing his freaking mind? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I love Mike Mayock. I love Mike Mayock. I, I, and, but man, like I mean, I think he's a fantastic general GM. But yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, listen, I guess that's why they're there, and we're sitting here exactly. <laughs> on a Friday night. Yeah, who are we to judge? Yeah, yeah. Um, how about it? How about it? So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, well, the first round is first round's over, and and I mean, well, let's get, I mean, let's just think of it all. Like, I I think my biggest takeaway last night. Well, there's a couple, but. I mean, I love some of the picks. Uh, my, I think my biggest frustration out of the first round was, all right, Jacksonville, we all know who you're taking. Why are we waiting 10 minutes? Ten, yeah, that's exactly for, what my problem For us was. to figure out <laughs> who the hell we were taking. I exactly. And I, I, agree. I agree. Like, and come worst, on, we all the rest knew. of the draft is quicker than that one pick. Oh that you my know who gosh. they're taking. It's it's. Ugh. It was funny. I retweeted off Twitter. The Jets' social media account was like, "Okay, come on with it already." And they're sitting there at number <laughs> two. And that was their. They posted on Twitter. I was yeah. laughing. I, I retweeted. I was like, "No, it's perfect." I was like, "That's it." Why are you taking? 
it's just you're you're trying to get your time to shine. I get it. I get it. But um, you know, that that of course was like the obvious pick. Yeah, Alex, like you said, the Trey Lance pick, absolutely all day. I love that pick for Great. I love Trey Lance going there because he's gonna sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo. And Garoppolo is going to be serviceable, serviceable for another year or maybe two. And Trey Lance is not ready right now for no, NFL. No, he's not. So yeah, he needs, that's he's the a project. perfect – yeah, he's the perfect carryover, I feel. Exactly. That you have that sustainability because um, uh, C.J. Beth, uh, Bethard uh, is not going to be your starting quarterback <laughs> no, in San dead. Francisco. Exactly. Um, or or uh, who's the other uh, – Zach Mullins. I think Zach Mullins is out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. That's just an awful um, situation there. Yeah, so I mean, having Jimmy Garoppolo there, um, I love that the Eagles. Uh, I should say, I love that Harry Roseman finally grew some balls. Um, I really, <laughs> really, really wanted him to to move up to pick eight or nine. Um, from what I've been, from what I've heard, Carolina wanted a ton for their eighth pick, and they just weren't mm. willing to give it up. I was shocked. I thought it was over when, honestly, I sat there last night and I said, Eagles, I want you to take Patrick Sertan or Devontae Smith. And I'll take, or I'll take a JC Horn as like that, okay. We got, yeah, we, exactly. like, they're my three people that I absolutely wanted the birds to take. I thought, if we can't get Devontae Smith, we need a wide receiver, but man, we need some cornerbacks. <laughs> we need some pro cornerbacks, you know? And <laughs> that's what um, we need. When Carolina, when they didn't draft out, Carolina took J.C. Horn. I was like, uh-oh. Did not see Denver taking Patrick Sertan. Did yeah, not see that. that and I'll came be honest, out of nowhere. Because... And, and that's what I think created the Eagles to be able to move up to 10 and trade with the Cowboys. Right. Because, because the Cowboys are going yeah, with Sertan. Exactly. I think they were going. And they didn't think that was going to happen. And when it happened, they were like, well, fuck, we got to think about this for a second. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they're like, at that point, you're like, all right, we got to go with Parsons, but we can still get him at 12. Oh, yeah, because the Giants. And, and pick and, up well, another draft pick along the line. Exactly. So yeah, it's a win-win exactly. for both the Eagles and Dallas because the Giants were going to take Smith, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, yeah. it's a yeah. good trade. And that's why the Giants sat there and, and listen, I love Kadarius Tony from Florida. Again, not trying to be a homer, but he's a poor man's Devontae Smith. Like fact yeah. me, he's a poor man, he's gotcha. a he's a playmaker, but he's a poor man's Devontae Smith. You know what I mean? Um, so they kind of settled for that, but uh, the Giants got a ton of picks because, <laughs> because Chicago. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears <laughs> jumping, throwing it all. At the Giants, basically, I feel, um, with a one and a four next year, a five this year, if I'm correct, right? Uh, I think yeah. that's where I broke down. Um, so. But yeah, going after Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think that was a fantastic move by the Bears. Oh yeah. Uh, I I just, I mean, it's it's the move they had to make. They had to make that move. Yeah, they um, had to because they have <laughs> their number one guy right now is Andy Dalton. <laughs> that, that's well, it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, here, here, here's 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 something that I I want to ask you guys. I said because Uncle Bear started in in earlier this evening. Dalton Foles and Fields in Chicago? Question mark. Well, Foles and is. I gone. said. Yeah. I said that uh, the Bears are prepping for injury. Uh, Fields will be starting by the end of the year. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because he can't. He, I think uh, he, he, I think he has the ability to. Um, that's where he's different from Trey Lance. You know what I mean? I right, think thanks. Trey Lance has better 
potential than Justin but Fields. Fields is the more come onto the field ready player, which is what Chicago needs. Because exactly. honestly, yes. especially let's just say Aaron Rodgers is, isn't happy. So where does that division go from here? Like, look at your quarterbacks in that division. Seriously, outside yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, yeah. Jared Goff. Okay, well, there's there's huge question marks <laughs> with Jared Goff. I mean, do we go? Do we got to talk about Minnesota? I mean, we no, all know who's no, let's skip right? them. Okay, good. We're good with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, like let, let's just look at it. You know, I I think I I have to say the biggest, the biggest, and uh, excuse the language for anybody out there listening. The biggest fuck you walk, not a walk. He strutted up to this to the stand. I, I watched that video over and over last night because I I got excited and I'm like I was not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Patriots, but I'm going to tell you right now, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is coming. <laughs> Mac Jones is coming for the NFL because that strut last night. He was that was fuck you all. You see that man? You all doubted me. You all doubted me, and I he walked up. He walked up and with that shitty smirk on his face and was like. Let's go. Let's go. You know? And the, the who else from, did that? Uh, and well, we're here. We never saw Tom Brady because he was like Mr. He was sixth exactly. round. Exactly. <laughs> who was watching? In the, I don't even think they televised the sixth round back when he got drafted. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, this is still when the draft was on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they did what? Rent, I run. honestly, when I seen that, Mike, I agree with you 100% because I thought. There's Tom Brady all over again. And I, I don't give a shit what anybody says. You ain't going to tell me that, you know, Bill Belichick did his homework and he took this kid for a reason. And, oh, and, then, oh, absolutely. and, and then on top of it, you find out, and, and, you know, other coaches talk, but apparently him and Nick Saban. Oh, they're, they're best buddies. And they yes. talk the entire yes, time. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Absolutely. It just blows my mind how – how does like, and maybe it's because I'm an Eagles fan and we're all Eagles fans and maybe because it just doesn't happen for us, but exactly. Uh, but once every the, 30, but, 40 but years or something, the, the Patriots, all the talk was, well, the Patriots got some moves. So they made a lot of moves in the off season here with free agents. Yeah. A lot of free and, agents. And then <laughs> the question was, the whole thing was the rumors were Patriots are going to move up. Belichick's going to move up. They're going to go after quarterback, but the whole works. They never moved. Mac Jones fell to them like he knew. Yeah, like he knew this was going. <laughs> yeah, and I sit there and say, how the fuck does? If, <laughs> as an Eagles fan, that that I listen, I'm I'm shocked that we actually drafted Devontae Smith last night and we didn't draft a freaking quarterback. In fact, I'm going to go one step further, and I think if Trey Lance was still sitting there, I absolutely think Howie Roseman would have drafted Trey Lance over Devontae Smith. Yeah, he would have. I agree. Just and, and then at that point, I absolutely might have thrown the phone at the TV and just uh, just went to bed. And I, I may not even be doing this ten, right now tonight because <laughs> I, I just may be over it all. And I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> when does hockey start again? Go Phils! <laughs> right. And the worst part about it is use one or the other, Jalen Hurts or – like you said, for trade trade bait. And I was like, ah, you know, I thought the same yeah. thing, Mike, you know, but at the same point, I mean, those that are good know how to be good, when to be good. You know, it's just like the old cliche. If you don't have a good poker face, you're going to lose. You suck. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you absolutely. Know. And no, Bill it's... Belichick has the same freaking face all the time. <laughs> it doesn't change. Yeah, I mean, That's it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's for sure. That's sweatshirt for sure. and all. But yes, <laughs> listen. I, I have a sweatshirt. I, I have the well. I don't have the half sleeves cut. I have the whole sleeves cut off. And I'm gonna be honest with you. That's one of the most comfortable things I wear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. With a, a hooded sweatshirt with no sleeves on it is yes. comfortable as can be. And I wait. finally get it. I finally get it. Yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. Uh, awesome. so what what else are we looking i mean i mean what i mean i know again we're we're i say we're early through we're almost through the second round here uh of the nfl draft right now um i mean alex what do you want to see out of the out of the rest of uh the draft here what do you want to see uh the eagles do or or are you are there any teams that you're watching to see what they do uh i mean at this point it's just about filling your team needs i mean because the best at this point in the draft, you don't really see the best overall players go, you know, right to the next pick. You usually got to like pick and choose and what you need. It's just, I'm not looking for anything in general. I mean, I'm, I, I, I kind of like the Bills situation. I've been looking at the Bills this draft. I like, I really liked their first round pick. So I'll be watching them. But uh, I'm just interesting how the Bills build their team around Josh Allen because I'm, I'm, I like the, I'm just a nice Bills fan, you know. Behind yeah, the absolutely. Eagles, of course, but <laughs> I love Josh Allen. I mean, he's just so – that whole team is just a blast. It is. Oh, I mean, they're, yeah, they're fun to watch. Yeah. The fact is they're fun to watch. Um, that, that's, that's for damn sure. And, um, I mean, they took that DN last night from Miami, right. um, which definitely helps because I think that's one thing they, yeah. they, they didn't have. They, they didn't have that, exactly. that pass rush. Um, somebody to get up the field and at least close things off. And uh, I see the draft. We're at uh, what are we at? Number fifty nine right now. Carolina is on the clock, I believe. Man, Buffalo's at sixty one. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo's at sixty one. Yeah, by some uh, coming up. Yeah, yeah. so it looks like they're coming up here shortly. Um, Their top needs are defensive uh, line, cornerback, tight end, running back, and offensive line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which they have whole questions there. I mean, I don't even honestly. I don't even want Christian McCaffrey this year to be – and they just drafted a wide receiver. <laughs> the Carolina trap, Packers man. just drafted a wide receiver. Maku, what yeah. did you just say they need? What did you say they needed? <laughs> Offensive line, cornerback, uh, defense. Yeah. yeah, they went with they, <laughs> they went with Terrence Marshall from LSU at wide receiver. Wow. <laughs> it means the- nothing. What do we know? And then, and then- <laughs> And then and then they give the fan ballot. You get the grade them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to grade them because who the hell am I? Yeah, yeah. So not on uh, the payroll. No, but you're 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 uh, you're a value member, uh, showing you're giving your advertising dollars and everything else to uh, to the NFL, to the Eagles, and every, everything else. So, Maku, uh-huh. what are you? Uh, are you? Is it the Eagles you're focusing on, or is anybody jumping out to you team wise? You kind of want to see what they do the rest of the draft. Well, I was, or I mean, I was looking at to see how the Eagles come around Jalen Hurts to see what happens. You know, now we're gonna quote unquote move on from, you know, the whatever you want to call it. I I think I still like what's his name as a quarterback, and I think he's gonna do great things in Indianapolis. I should be. You know, he's getting back with the Frank Reich. I mean, come on. 
you know. Yeah. Well, uh, he's broken. Wentz is broken. Fact is, Wentz is broken. And I, I know it broken sounds like it sounds stupid to say that, but he was. No, but it, you're it was right. mental. Mentally, yeah. he was broken. Yes. Carson Wentz yeah. was mentally yeah. he was broken. And at and, the same point, how do you fix that? But you know, I don't care exactly what, what, what he did. What exactly what, kids, what they did? What, but what kid goes where though, Moose? It all depends on the coaching. It all depends. Exactly. Because yeah, look, 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 look like a Sam Darnold. And you know what? I was so happy to see what's his name as a commentator come out because he was. Uh, who was the, the 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 New York Jets quarterback that was Buttgate? Oh, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. <laughs> with the, yeah, well, he was with the Jets. Yeah, he yeah. Tweet, uh, he tweeted out, "Please, please let Sam Darnold go." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. he doesn't need to be. He is way, and I quote, "He is way too good of a quarterback." To keep him in that mess. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 I mean, there's some heavy words. And then there at the same that. point, then you see what the Jets end up doing. I'm telling you, watch the Jets. Uh, I, I, like- I don't know if they had a shift in management or what. You know, they bring this. Uh, who did they draft as a quarterback? Uh, Oh, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Zach Wilson. But they also brought in like two other players. And I'm like, okay. And I think they were mm-hmm. offensive linemen. One one was the backside linemen. Uh, they brought in that one linebacker, too. What's his name? And, and the From linebacker, you know. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. You know, but once again, they got a new new coach, you know, the whole nine yards. So maybe, maybe they finally got to management. And this is what I'm saying about some of the NFL teams. Is it is it even the coaching? Yeah, it's easier to replace the coach than the players. But, damn it, it's even harder to replace the owners, <laughs> because that's where the half of the freaking problem is, you know. Yep. No, it's true. Yep. So, yep. No, absolutely, but, absolutely. And that's basically my pet peeve, I guess. I mean, you can bitch all you want about the teams, but I mean, coach, what? No, look at the owners. Yeah. Well, and, I and, mean, and, and, listen, I'm gonna take a, I, I, and, and I'm that gonna was good. Sorry. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a page out of Lee Iacocca's book. <laughs> and one of the best quotes from Lee Iacocca, and everybody knows that I'm a car guy, is you hire people smarter than you and then you get out of their way. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. That's yep. that's spot on. Yep. Yeah. Spot on for sure. Um yeah, no, I mean, I think, uh, well, talking with just about the owners, I think that's one thing that it honestly has hurt the, the that's what, when I was um, talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation earlier, they yep. were talking about that, yep. that, that they actually feel that uh, this gentleman was saying, he goes, I think honestly what hurts the, the, what really hurts the Packers the most in this situation like this is there's no owner. <laughs> No, seriously, because there's no specific owner for that team. So there's no Jeffrey Lurie. There's no Jeffrey Lurie saying, no, I want him gone or no, I want him protected. This is our guy. You know what I mean? So, or there's no Jerry Jones. For for any fault that Lurie, Jones, um, the the Rosses, the Maras up in uh, uh, with the Giants, with any of them. For all their faults, it's still there is that kind of 
thing that all comes back and says, no, they kind of have that voice to say. And so what you're saying, it comes back to the owners. Absolutely. So if there's no leadership there, if there's nobody saying it's kind of, it's just free flowing and free flowing is not necessarily good in a structured, in a structure needed environment. No. Right. And if you're a player, like, especially like if you're Aaron Rodgers, who's reigning MVP, then you've, got to be bothered by you don't really know who's in charge right oh yeah how can you not exactly how could you not how could you not i mean honestly how could you not with that um yeah i'd be frustrated too yeah i mean i yeah absolutely absolutely um all right so well that was that was great alex thank you so much for joining us man that was awesome for talking the nfl draft we'll definitely bring you back in uh once we see what some of our Philly sports does here and our, <laughs> yeah, our, I'll our silly, silly, <laughs> I, 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 won't, I watch with one eye open basically is what I do with, with Philly sports. Listen, I, I nearly had you, a, man. I nearly had a hemorrhage the other night when Harper took that ball to the face and I was like, Oh, oh, man. oh my, fr- we were playing so good. <laughs> we were playing so good. No, so he cool. was playing so good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah i should say that yeah absolutely um and uh but we'll see how that goes um but yeah just so yeah i'm looking forward to the rest of the draft just see what happens hopefully the eagles can get some type of receiver here coming up through love to get to see some more cornerbacks um i love to see him draft a couple cornerbacks in line depth line depth on honestly both ends of it i'm not anticipating any linebackers or anything at this standpoint I know there's some some decent players out there. Jabril Cox from LSU. I know he's yep. still out there. Um, Dylan Moses from Alabama. Uh, but I, I, you know, at this point, eh, let's just get our positions. Like you said, Alex, get yep. our depth positions, and we go from there. Um, I see that your Buffalo Bills. The pick is in. We don't know yeah. what it is yet. Yeah, the I mean, pick is in. They're they're in desperate need of a running back because how long can you go with Singletary? I mean, well, he's, Singletary or uh, uh, or uh, what's his name, Zach Moss? Zach Moss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, between ooh, both of yeah. them, I, ooh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's macho man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's the truth. So, that's but I don't think there's any right necessarily good running. Some no, I mean, uh, what's his name? The North Carolina guy went earlier this round. So, I mean, yes, yep. again, whatever, whatever's there for you, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Javante Williams, you're talking about from North Carolina. Yeah, he Williams, went to yeah. Denver, which again, uh, hello Denver, being sneaky. I don't, <laughs> I don't trust your quarterbacks, but you no, have fantastic no. wide receivers. Uh, you have uh, stellar, probably one of the better wide receiver, uh, like locker rooms or wide receiver rooms. They've got a nice young core, you know. Seriously, I mean, yeah. you got Cortland Sutton coming back, Jerry Judy, KJ <laughs> Hamler out there still. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're they they got some nice move. They and uh, who was the tight end last year? And for the life of me, that's going to bother me because I had him on one of my fantasy teams. Um, oh yeah, uh, what's his name? Noah Fant. Yes, Noah Fant. Yes, yes, yes. So it'd be interesting to see. I'm really interested interested to see. And you can't. It's so tough to say this, and it's tough to do any of it to even ask the question of does is there any per any let's say any player in the first round that you think is going to have a fantastic fantasy relevant season that's a big question (laughs) it is right because honestly it'll be a third or fourth round guy that comes out no yeah you're right um but yeah 
Um, Carlos Bassam Jr. The Buffalo oh, Bills. Uh, okay, the Bills. Uh, yeah. What what position? Uh, defensive. Yeah, he's an okay. edge, I believe. Oh, yeah. no, so an edge. Okay, edge, all right, yeah. there you go. Edge. Yeah, which he just took another edge, so yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. There you go. <laughs> but, <laughs> They're just trying to beef it up. But, um, Carlos Bassam. Yeah, but uh, for fantasy, I'm. I don't know. I think my best bet would be Harris, Najee Harris. Yeah, I think he's uh, absolutely, absolutely. Honestly, I'm not. A, I'm. I. I don't. I don't want to say I don't have high expectations, but I don't have high expectations for Devonte Smith right now. Um, yeah, I, exactly. I, because outside of him, because uh, here's the here's our problem. He is he can he be a number one wide receiver? Absolutely. Yeah. The problem is especially. There's nobody else. Okay, Jalen Rager. Okay, well, let's see <laughs> what even happens. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously. Like, so uh, you're talking about shadow coverage, and who's the number one cornerback going to be on? Who's Jalen Ramsey going to be on? He's going to be on Devontae Smith. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, which, uh, you know. That's just such a tough matchup for such a young guy to, like, to come into the league and just, boom, Jalen Ramsey, you know? Well, exactly. That's what I'm Skies saying. Guys like so, that. Yeah, I'm not expecting him to light the world up, but I think you're dead on Najee Harris. I think I, to me, Najee Harris is going to be a plug in almost immediately. Like uh, I, I, if he's not, I'll be kind of shocked if he. I mean, barring any injury uh, or anything, but yeah, I'll be shocked. Maku, anybody jump out to you? No, not really. I mean, I just, I, I was just surprised, you know, by. Actually, a couple of a lot of the teams exercising the, the fifth year option on a lot of oh, yeah. contracts. You know? Yep, I, so, I think I think that's the way the NFL has gone now. Where where they're you know, saying, well, you know and what, it makes, and it makes you wonder. <laughs> you got to pay attention to the fine print uh-huh. because the fine print is in the fifth year. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know what? We're feeling good about you, but we're not quite sure. Yeah. We don't want to extend you. So yep. we're gonna see what happens. There's, there's, I've, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. That's more. a good way to put it. I, I've seen. I've seen it more this year than I think any other year in the last couple five, at least five years, that we're exercising a fifth year option on our blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. So it's interesting to see what happens. But yeah, no, for yeah. sure, for sure. So, but all right. Well, then we're gonna finish. We're gonna start rounding this out here. Um, with Alex, we always go into this, and I, I, I don't know. I believe you've listened to a couple shows here um, now for us uh, that we've been doing. But what is your MB3D moment? So this is how we end every show. And do you know what the MBD3 moment is? I do not. Okay, okay. Maku, well, explain. Right. Let, let's let's give you a little rundown. In my last year of teaching, Alex, what I ended up doing was I had this concept and this and this narrative that I kind of lived my teaching career by. It was like MB3D, Mike Bernadine. And then the three Ds was don't do that. Yes, that, D-A-T. So it has two folds, two meanings. Basically, uh, you're sending an email, da, 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 you know, you're pissed off about something, you know, da, 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 da. And then you sit there, and before you hit the send button on the keyboard, you're looking at it, and you're like, Mike Bernadine, or in your case, Alex Hallowell, don't do that. And then you hit delete, the email goes away. Or 
The other way, you look at it and say, hey, you know what? Hey, Alex, can you do this for me? No, Alex Hallowell, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's either this way or the other way. So what, and, and take, you know, a minute or so, but just think about this week. What was your MB3D moment? Maku, what was your MB3D moment while uh, Alex thinks about it? All right. Well, basically, this is going to be quick and easy. <laughs> I, I sat there, and uh, last week I enjoyed a um, – I, I told everybody how I went up and tried a new bar north of us, and then the young man sitting next to me, he was blah, 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 and this and that, you know, this and that. And then he's and he called my bluff, I guess, in a way. He says, well, let me buy you a shot, buddy. And then I went, well, MB3D kicks in here. Do I ask for the least expensive shot or do I ask for the most expensive shot? And, of course, I went with the E.H. Taylor. And when I said that, I looked at the bartender and he knew what I was going to say because we just got done talking about it prior to this young man coming in. And he said to me, he said, of course, he has to take the most expensive whiskey that's in here and i'm like <laughs> it is what it is buddy you got you're paying i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> which that gentleman will never buy another drink again <laughs> yeah you're changing lives you're changing man. lives by doing I am, this I am, I am, I am. <laughs> and they say you talk funny i'm like no you talk funny <laughs> Oh man, Moose, your MB3D moment. Ah, oh, my MB3D moment is um is, is let's let's just go with in general in our current real estate market, which is driving me batshit crazy, uh, causing me to drink heavily even more. Although it's <laughs> rather enjoyable, um, I keep asking, man, why am I? I why did I get away from this a little bit? But um, <laughs> The I think the biggest thing has been our market and scenarios of um, client makes offer on Friday. Um, we put a response by Sunday. Of course, there's heavily trafficked seeing this home um, comes about that um, our offer is is one of four offers to which the seller is not necessarily thrilled about all the offers because I guess it wasn't exactly what they were looking for. So then seller proceeds to drag it on till this Friday, not making a decision until finally making a decision today because they got a cash offer yesterday from somebody that saw the house. So my buyers sat there strung out all week along with the other buyers, irritated, frustrated, everything else. The agent comes back and says, well, your offer was number two. That's to, which, to which I sit there and the fingers go to the to text and say, a lot of good that fucking does me. Yes. Um, and among other things. But then Mike Bernadine, don't <laughs> do that. I love Where it. I just I say. Okay, thank you. Congratulations. And I <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, that's that's that was absolutely my MB3D moment of ah ah ah, 
That's exactly okay. what we're okay. talking about. Okay. You know. Um, uh, Alex, where are you working at right now? Are you at Giant? I'm still Giant. Okay, so you're at well, Giant. Well, there's got to be a lot oh, of MB3D so, moments there. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that anybody has ever asked you? There and would it be whether it be uh, let's call it client, whether it be customer, okay, customer, yeah, somebody picking up a piece yeah. of fruit, biting it, and putting it back down. <laughs> Anything uh, that the crazy even, shit that you've seen, Alex. Uh, you're, 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 yes, Alex, you're in customer service regardless. You work in the grocery store, <laughs> yeah, even if you're just yeah. stocking the shelves at night. It is what it is. <laughs> and it looked, actually, no, no. What you're I want right. to know is what I want to know is between that. But how many times did you have an AH3D moment where you said, Alex Hollowell, don't do that. Don't do that with that no. snooping, beeping thing that roams through the giant stores. Oh, the machine. Oh, that stupid $40,000 waste of trash. <laughs> God. That, that's Man. the 3D moment right there. <laughs> I, I got to tell you about this thing. So, for, Did I you ever shut me. it off, Alex? I want to know. <laughs> no, I, I I have shut it off, but I've actually trapped it before. <laughs> so, so I used to work awesome. janitor till uh, eight thirty. Like I want to say, like maybe last year. This is like peak of my janitor shifts. But uh, this stuff is trying to like find. Tra- it, it's all it does. It just finds trash. It doesn't clean it up. It just tells you where the mess is and you do your work it anyway. It doesn't clean it up. It just finds it. It's it, right? $40,000 to tell to you something tell that you I where trash is. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. I, I trapped took, it. <laughs> these four boxes of crackers. And I just, <laughs> it awesome. just traps it in the middle of, like there's this aisle eight going straight back to the bathroom. I just trap it in the dog aisle. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's at, and it's at the end of the, my shift too. So I just, I punch out and leave. <laughs> I, I shut it off. I just leave it there. It's That's freaking awesome. <laughs> I hate that thing so much. Uh, I guess uh, I guess that is mild considering some of the things you could do to the oh, to yeah. the machine. So there, the possibilities sir, are endless, there man. Is your, that is your <laughs> the possibilities are endless. The uh, there is your MBD, MB3D moment. What's its name? Uh, it's called Marty. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, oh my gosh, Marty McFly, Marty. It's embarrassing, you know. Um, okay, so, that, that, that's your MB3D moment, Alex. And that with that is... MB3D uh... moment, Alex, you qualify for your own personal <laughs> bottle opener that will be shipped to you. We appreciate your time <laughs> and your and your uh... expertise in tonight's. Uh, yeah. And, uh, appre- and appreciate but, uh, you taking it easy on poor little Marty. I will never uh, look at the yeah. party in, in Walmart anymore now. Yeah, ne- never appreciate that thing. No. <laughs> never appreciate that thing. I can, oh, I, can now, I can now pass the one in Walmart down here in Cornelia oh, and say, my nephew's coming for you. <laughs> I got my eyes open. <laughs> I got, I'm watching you, Marty Two, Marty Two, Marty Three. Uh, well, well, hell, that's awesome. That's a great way to kind of close this out. Mocker, why don't why don't you? Uh, I, I'm gonna kick up a little music slowly on the back end. Why don't you uh, finish this out with our sponsors? Because we can Go. never um, forget our sponsors. Um, All right, just, we're gonna... yeah, do our two Georgia sponsors tonight. 
Okay, well, do you want to mention uh, Remax there, buddy? Yeah, I'm a realtor. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for In fact, uh, Alex tonight will be receiving that uh, bottle opener that will stay on one side MB3D as well as the open mic logo on the back. And for all your custom needs in vinyl, screen print, and sublimation on tees, tumblers, mugs, and more, look us up on Facebook at Trunks Up with Meredith or email us at trunksupboutique at yahoo.com. And when you're hungry and you're in, in Georgia, we can get you satisfied with some mouth-watering smoked meats from Bulldog Smoked Meat, specializing in crisp <laughs> pork, pork, ribs, and more. You could smell it from here. Woo! All right. All right, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna. Thank you. Yep, we're we're heading out uh, with a little bit of Joe Bonamassa here going down uh, live at the Greek Theater. Alex Hollowell, thank you so much for joining us. Maku, no, I'll see you, you next time, man. All right, buddy. See you guys. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.